Good morning. Thank you all so much for the warm welcome and the invitation to be here today. Uh, while I'm finding my place here, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna, I'll get to this in just a little bit, but I'll let you go ahead and turn there if you'd like to. Matthew chapter 28. So uh, as I spoke with Blake a little bit earlier this week, uh, appreciate him, and, and he had prayer with me there on the phone, and, 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 and part of his prayer, and it humbled me just a little bit, brought me to tears just a little bit, was he, he mentioned in that prayer that he hoped that, you know, this weekend, this time could be a time to get away. And I, I would say that would be the case for each and every one of us today. Uh, the time that we're living in, the world that we're, we're living in at times, it can get busy. Uh, um, it's a troublesome time right now. There's a lot going on. People are stressed. And sometimes we just need to get away. And we need to get back to the one that brings peace. So I would like to say uh, good morning. And uh, this morning, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a deal with you. Let's not talk about an index or a positivity rate or what we're going to do in two weeks. Okay, deal? Okay, well, let's not talk about that. All right. Uh, also, uh, so so we're good on that. So once again, thank you to the church here. Thank you to the congregation. Thank you, Brother Blake. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of people came up this morning. A warm welcome, and I appreciate that so much. And uh, to uh, you know, with that, I, I'll, I'll say this: as, as many's come up to me, I've heard that you get out anywhere from 10:45 to 11:15. So I don't know who's telling the truth and who's telling the tale, but. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll hit somewhere in the middle. How's that? <laughs> uh, and I'll say this. Uh, I just appreciate this church. Even though I'm not a member of this church, uh, you know, working here in the school, uh, I'm very close to this church. I see the work that this church is doing. And I, I appreciate your outreach, your ministry, and um, the work that it tries to do with children and the work that it does do with children. And not, and not only that, just our community as a whole. It does not go unnoticed. So I want you to know I appreciate that. And thank you so much. Um, and as we get, on, we, we get started here this morning, I, I want to I share something that sh- someone shared with me. I think it was through text this week. And it's something that you see from time to time. And I know this is not anything new, but I think this is a good focus today. Peace is not the absence of trouble. Peace is not the absence of trouble, but peace is the presence of Christ. Peace is not the absence of trouble. And, you know, and I, I think right now the, the things that we're going through with COVID, well, let's take COVID out of the equation. Let's just say COVID ended today. Let's say COVID ended today. That alone will not bring peace. That alone would not bring peace. Let's say, uh, let's say some here today are having financial trouble. Let's say some are maybe having trouble with their job or with their family or different things. Let's say all that ended today. Let's say that ended today. That alone would not bring peace. But I'll tell you where peace is. The last part of that, peace is in Christ. With Christ, there is peace in COVID. With Christ, there is peace during financial troubles. With Christ, there is peace if there's family troubles. 
So peace is definitely in Christ. So as I get into that, that's kind of what I want you to think on as we go through that today. Peace is not the absence of trouble, but peace is the presence of Christ. I'm going to start just a little bit talking about the Gideon organization as an organization this morning. And I want you to know that the Gideon organization, I believe in it or I wouldn't be standing here today. I think it's been tried and true since 1899. It's longstanding. And it's a mission that's it's, it stood the test of time, and I'm thankful for it today. But what it is, it's an extended missionary arm of your church. It's an extended arm of your church. It doesn't look to take the place of your church, but it looks to help you. It, hurt, it looks to help you spread God's word into the community, into our county, into our state, and all across the world. So it's an extended arm. And I'm going, to, I'm going to talk just a minute, just a little bit about the Greene County Camp. Um, C.W. and Sandy Goff. Is Miss Sandy still with us here somewhere? Raise your hand. In the top. Okay, I see her up there now. I'm going to say something about these C.W. and Sandy. I've never seen... A family so selfless, so selfless, put their self out of the way and have such a great concern for others as those two. And I'll say this, this camp would not be where it is today without their vision, without their leadership. And I appreciate that so much. In a world where most people are concerned about self, they've been selfless, they've had a vision, uh, they've had a mission, and uh, this camp is where it is today, and, and it's reached many lives because of that vision, and that vision continues today. And I'm going to say a little bit how I got involved. You, you might, Miss Sandy knows this. Miss Sandy used to teach. She used to teach right beside me. I'm going to say this: C.W. and Sandy, they should have worked for John Calipari. They should have been his. Number one recruiters is what they should have been. Uh, I don't know, Miss Sandy, how long you stayed on me about joining the Gideon organization, uh, but it was it was quite often she would visit next door and she said, "Will, won't you join the Gideons? It's a great work." And, and I knew it was a great work. But I was like, Miss Sandy, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to be involved. I'm involved here at school. At the time, I was coaching. I was coaching year round. I was teaching. And I, I had every excuse you could think of, just like we all do from time to time. Right, Miss Sandy? <laughs> but she did not stop. She continued on. She continued on. So, so eventually, Miss Sandy convinced me, and, and I said, okay, I, I'll, I'll, pay my, I'll pay my dues because the dues goes to help the organization operate so that your contributions can go to the placement of scriptures. So I said, that's the least I can do is pay my dues so that can happen. So I started doing that. Okay, then then the other recruiter came not too far behind that, and it was C.W. And little did I know, he was just as relentless as Sandy was. And he, he, and he continued on, he continued on. He said, Will, you have a talent, you have a talent to speak. You need to, you need to come out and you need to share about the Gideon organization and the ministry that we perform. And he, he was on and on and on and asking me. And I still I had all those excuses, all those excuses. I just don't have the time to do the training 
I think it was one day he, he called me up. And he said, Will, I will come to your office and we'll do a shortened version of the training. I had no out. I had no out. So I agreed to that. I think it was the same day, maybe the same hour, he showed up at my office, and we went through the training. And from that point forward, I've been speaking for the Gideons. And I do that today because, like I said, I believe it's a true ministry. It's been tried, and I believe what it stands for. And it's been a blessing. So I thank that family for their vision. And since then, like I said, that vision has continued, and it has reached numerous, numerous lives because of that vision. Thank you. As we get into this this morning, I want to say this. Everyone needs someone. And everybody needs somebody. I think about in our schools. I say that all the time. We have a staff that's passionate about our children because I think that each teacher and each staff member in that school can say that each child needs someone in their life to make a difference. A lot of the times it's that one person that makes that connection with that child that turns that child's life around and they do a complete turn because of that one person. So everyone needs someone. Everybody needs somebody. I'm a firm believer in that. You know, the last few years I've, I've got to work with the Rotary some in my position. And, and, and once again, their, their mission's the same. Service before self. Service before self. They have that same concern. They want to reach out to someone. They want to help someone. They want to help somebody. And I know that's the mission and the vision of your church this morning. Your church is committed to the community. Your church is committed to the children. Your church is just committed to everyone in this county and the surrounding counties. And you want to help someone. You want to help somebody. You want to help spread that love of Christ. Sometimes it's hard to explain what you have inside of you until you get it. It's unexplainable. His love is unexplainable, and what, what he does in our lives is unexplainable. But we try to share it the best that we can from time to time. And as I continue on, let's remember this. Peace is not the absence of trouble, but peace is the presence of Christ. Okay? You can look throughout the Bible. You can start reading in Genesis and read it to the very end. Trouble, 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 trouble. But peace was always in God. Peace was always in God. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 28 and let's look there in verse 16. If you would turn there with me. Matthew 28 verses 16 through 20. I know you've heard this before. It's a simple message. It's a simple command for us as his believers. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power 
is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, I think that commandment applies. It definitely applies to me this morning. It definitely applies to you. It applies to this church. It applies to my church. It applies to his people around the world. That that, uh, that, that commandment is that we should, go, we should go out. We should teach. It doesn't just say teach. Let me say this. There's, there's, children in our, there's children in our school system that are in great need of God. There's, there's, there's people in Greene County that are, that are in great need of God. But you can keep going. There's people that are in great need of God all over this world. And he doesn't just command us to just to focus here on this one little place, but he says to go to all nations and to teach and to share. What do we hope? We hope they will come to know the Father. We hope that they will come to know Him as their Savior. Because when they come to know Him through the COVID, through the cancer, through the heartache, through death, they will find peace if they find Him. You could take all their trouble away and there still not be any peace, but you can add all the trouble and you can put God in the equation and God will bring peace peace he will bring peace and and i'm just like brother blake and brother mark shared this morning sometimes i get off the path and sometimes sometimes i start to worry and sometimes i you know uh i'm not as close to him as i need to be and you you can believe when that happens trouble will come but when i'm close to him it doesn't matter how much trouble is going on it doesn't matter how much confusion is in the world or how much worries in the world When he's in the equation, there is peace. There is peace. So he wants to use us to help share about him all across this world. He wants to use me. He wants to use you this morning. The cool thing is we get to be a part of it. We get to be a part of his plan. We get to be a part of it. He'll bless us for it. He'll bless us for doing that. And I'll say this. If I refuse and I don't let him use me, he's going to use someone else, and they're going to get blessed. And if there's no individual that, he's, that, that agrees to it, he'll use something. As long as time stands, he will continue to proclaim his name across this world. So today, just like I know there's many opportunities in your church, today this is one other way one other opportunity through this mission that you can share God's Word. It's already been said, and I'll probably get to it a little bit early, but we continue to do this in our schools. This church has been a big part of that in the past with Caldays helping with that. Uh, I think it was two years ago we didn't have school on Caldays, so we we give them out at school. Uh, and, And there's Gideons that worked with that to make that happen. But this church has been a big part of that as well. So I appreciate that. And know this. It could be the difference for somebody, for that someone. For that person that needs someone, for that person that needs somebody, 
what you do today, it's an opportunity for you to help. And if it's a quarter, if it's a dollar, whatever you give, if you can't today, there's opportunities throughout the year uh, with, with the cards. I think you probably have a card rack here. There's opportunities at the funeral home that you have to give. And know that I don't think there's any better thing that we can do than to share God's love with someone through his scripture, through his word. So there are there will be opportunities here today. There will be opportunities throughout the year to do that. And I'm thankful for that. Because when we share his word, there's that chance. Like I said, everybody needs someone. Everybody needs somebody. There's that chance that that person will find that peace. That peace. That through the midst of all trouble, that peace will stand. So... You know, it could be through one of the little testaments. That's what we give out to the children at school, one of the testaments. A lot of times uh, you, you may have seen the bigger ones, the memorial Bibles. Um, have any of you, some of you may have downloaded the app. It's a free app that you can download on your phone. Uh, as times are changing, uh, the way they get the Scripture out, the Gideon organization has to change with the time. So there's a free app. And that free app's, you know, the reason it's free, there's a reason it's free. It's because of people like you. That it's free, just like the, the scriptures. There's a reason it's free to others. It's because of people like you. And it's already been said, whether it be a school, whether it be a motel, whether it be a hotel, uh, whether somebody downloads the app, there's that chance for that person that needs someone or somebody to find Christ and to find that peace that we talked about. And I'm thankful for that today. And know that your donation, like I said at the beginning, your donation goes 100% to the placement and distribution of scriptures. Uh, the dues that we pay allow the organization to operate so that your donation can go to that uh, distribution and placement of scriptures. And know this, we, we travel at our own expense. Uh, I know there's Gideons here in this church. There's Gideons all across the county. And through November is usually the time that we blitz the county and we go around and we, we speak to different churches and we're thankful that you let us in and, and have that opportunity but we go around and we travel at our own expense so that your donations can go 100% to the placement and distribution of scriptures. Uh, this camp believes in that, and it goes back to that vision. So I say thank you, and I say thank you. I've already mentioned the schools. Um, to begin to wind down here, I, I want to share a local testimony and then a national testimony, um, kind of that, that I've read. And my family's heard the national one like four or five times now, so I'm going to retire this one after today. So you all don't have to hear this one anymore. But it's a good one. I love it. Uh, the local one is, there, there, I have a neighbor that's a mile or two down the road. And uh, Robert Limor was the, the Gideon. And, and this family had experienced a loss. It was a tough time for them. We talked about a loss. You know, loss brings trouble. That family didn't know God. That family needed peace. There's no peace without him. So during that loss, Mr. Robert Limor took a memorial Bible down to this family. Um, it was a son. His mother had passed away. He gave that to that young man. God works on both ends. When he pulled up and handed that Bible, he said, I already know why you're here. God had already been dealing with him. So as he, as he presented that to him, he shared a little bit about it. Before he left that day, that young man come to know Christ. 
Before he left that day, that young man had a peace that he would not have had if it wasn't for that vision and sharing his word. So through that death, there was trouble, but with God, there was peace. There was peace. And, 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 the, and another one that I, I really love to tell, and this will take me just a few minutes, and I'll wrap up with this one, I promise. I missed 1045, but I'll try to catch 11. So um, there was a group, there was a tribe in Siberia. Uh, the, I think I pronounced this right. They were called Nanets. There was about 30 of them, from what I understand, and I'll tell this the best I can recollect this morning. There was about 30 of them. It was a hard time in Siberia. Could have probably during the hardest time of winter is probably when it was. And during that time, they have trouble with food and things of that sort. So the leader of this tribe, being the leader that he was, he left the, he left the group of 30 and he went out searching for help. He went out searching for help. Okay, I'm going to tell the other side of this somewhere. Somewhere in a church like this or a community like this or somewhere in a place around the world, sometime there's a group of people that made a donation to the Gideons and Scripture was placed there in Russia, in Siberia. Somehow those words got there. So as that man was going out, Little did he know there was a plane flying over. And the job of that plane was to get supplies to this group because it was such a harsh time, a harsh winter. Was the two individuals were on that plane, they looked down, and guess what they saw? They saw some Gideon Testaments on that plane. And as they saw those Gideon Testaments, keep in mind they were from Siberia, they thought they were government officials. They said, there's no need for these testaments. There's no need for these testaments. Okay, I'm going to go back to the leader of the Nanets. He was on the ground the whole time, and he's looking up. He said, my people are hungry. My people are hurting. He's praying to any God, little G-O-D. He's praying to any God. He said, God, send me some sign. Well, those government officials who said there's no need for these testaments, they threw them out of the plane. And I don't know if they hit him in the head or landed on the ground, but they landed right beside him. There was his sign. He took those scriptures back to that group of 30. Now there's a Christian camp in Siberia because of the vision of someone like you. Because of that vision. There's a Christian camp there. So that contribution made a difference. He got his sign. He shared those testaments with that group, and guess what? Through the hunger, through the harsh winters, now they have peace. Now they have peace. Peace is not the absence of trouble. There's trouble everywhere. But true peace is the presence of God. Peace is the presence of God and nothing else. Nothing else. With that, I appreciate your time. Brother Blake, I'm going to turn it over to you, but if it's okay, I'm going to have a prayer here with the congregation before I do that. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're just thankful for this day. We're just thankful for your name. Hallowed be thy name. Great is thy name. It's the name that brings peace. And Lord, we're thankful for you this morning. Lord, we're so thankful.
Lord, we pray that your will would be done in our lives. Lord, we would we pray that you would have control in our lives. As been said this morning, we pray that we get the flesh out of the way and we let you have control and do a work in our lives that you want to do. Lord, we pray that this morning. Lord, we're thankful for your blessings. We're thankful for all that you do for us, Lord. Lord, we're thankful most of all for your salvation. I'm thankful that you saved my soul, Lord. Lord, as we come to you, Lord, we ask for forgiveness, Lord. We ask that we, you help us forgive others. And forgive us, like I said, where we fail thee. Lord, we pray that you be with the needs in our community. We pray that you be with that someone. We pray that you be with that somebody in our in our in Greensburg, in our county, and the state, or anywhere across the world that doesn't know you from the free pardon of sin. We pray for that person. We pray that somehow, some way, just like the plane, that they would come in contact with your word, with your scripture, and someone would help them understand that, and they would come to know you from the free pardon of sin because as the scripture said, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. We pray for all those needs, Lord. Go with us and guide us, Lord. Once again, we're thankful for this church, thankful for the opportunity to be here, thankful for the work in it and that they do inside our community and also their help to the Gideon organization over the years. They've been a true blessing. Go with us and guide us. For it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Brother Blake, thank you.